if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Get Schooled with Marcelo Alonzo. Today, my guest is the beautiful, talented Sarah St. Clair. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, congratulations with your new Avian um, nomination for your book. Thank you so and much. I would love for you to introduce yourself and please tell my audience who you are and more about you so they can learn who you are first. I'm Sarah St. Clair, and I have been a sex worker since 2010. I started, honestly, senior year of high school dancing, put on the stripper heels, spun around the pole, and I like being naked. <laughs> so it's kind of how it all started. And from there, you know, did the usual sugardaddy.com thing. <laughs> and um, nude modeling fetish modeling and then at that point I'm like I'm already naked on camera anyways people can see me naked on the internet so might as well just go go ahead and just do the whole thing so I got into porn in 2016 and been kind of off and on throughout the years and just wrote a book and here we are yes great and you're multi-nominated in avian awards also for hottest mouth Yes. Um, back in 2018, I got, um, I was nominated for Avian Fan, Hottest Mills, and Best Boobies. <laughs> oh, wow. And then today, now you've got that I big really nomination. Yeah. yeah, now you've got that big nomination that's going to be coming up for your book. So it's, it's so crazy. So I didn't really shoot much mainstream this year. I mainly just did like my mini vids, only fan stuff. So mm-hmm. when the nominations came out, I didn't even bother to look. And just a couple days ago, I got a text from Tanya, my publicist. And she's like, hey, congrats on your nomination. I was out in public. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And she sent a screenshot for Best Mainstream. And I'm like, oh, oh I was in public screaming out my lungs. People thought I was crazy. <laughs> so um, I, I, I didn't know when it came out. I just, I didn't, didn't know. Yeah. I saw it and I had to even remind you of it earlier when we got on because I was congratulating because yeah. um, I did an episode with Aaliyah Janine and she's also been on this podcast. She's a comic and she was also nominated for the award yeah. as well. I don't know what exactly what year I can't fact check, but, you know, that's a very big award. So yeah. congratulations. Very. Oh, no, it, was, it was so funny, too, because like this year I've been on so many podcasts being like, eh, I'm not doing any conventions this year. I'm definitely not doing AVM this year. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'm like. I've been looking at flights and hotels. I'm like, hmm, maybe, 
Maybe I will. Just because I said I'm definitely not. So of course I am. <laughs> right, right, right. Sometimes when you least expect it, something just pops up and you're like, oh man, now I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not complaining. So you're a published um, writer and also you have a degree in journalism. So while you were stripping, you also went to school. You were j- doing this mm-hmm. juggle, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's that's great. I did, I did the juggle too myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Way back no, then. I've, I've loved writing my whole life. So really? And, and then, then the longer I was in sex work, the more I'm like, hmm, I don't see myself leaving this. Because mm, you, you just... You love the sex work, but you still have that creativity, that writing. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. I plan on writing books and I don't know, maybe one day I venture over into the media side. Nice. nice. Well, you can always do both or, you know, with creatively, yeah. like have a hobby and just keep a journal and always put it on the side for future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What um, brought you to write this book and could you share more about it with me? So... Actually, I have a funny story about the title. Okay. Um, my second marriage, um, I married my sugar daddy because how cliche as fuck is that? <laughs> but he was cool with me fucking around with other dudes. So I was on sugardaddy.com, whatever. And there was this one dude that I would hang out with. And I, I came home one night. And I'm like, this guy wanted me to pretend like I was his girlfriend. I'm like, hold his hand, kiss him. and just, mm. mm-hmm. So well, one night I come home to my husband. I'm like, fuck this guy. He wants me to, to pretend to be his girlfriend. Doesn't he know romance costs fucking extra? <laughs> and my husband kind of looked at me he's like that's the title of your book I'm like not a bad one so then fast forward eight six years later here we are <laughs> oh so that's where you came um from that book how long yeah. did it take you to write this book about a year a so year. I uh, yes so I, I teamed up w- with another lady she's written a couple like spicy books too mm-hmm. because I've been wanting to write this literally since I got into sex work I'm like one day I'm gonna write a book about this mm-hmm. and um because my journalism degree like I, I edited for this other lady and she hit me up about August of the year before last and she's like hey how do you feel about co-writing a book and first I'm like I don't know I don't want to do it with somebody else but also I'm admittedly very very lazy and unmotivated so I was, talk- I was going back and forth and I'm like, you know what? I need somebody to hold me accountable. So I did it. And yeah, it took about a year. Like we would video chat. I would tell her stories and she'd give me ideas. Uh, she would write something and then I would go through and change everything that I didn't like. I would add my own stuff to it. We would just bounce it back and forth and take about a year. Mm, okay. A good year. Right. And um, so this was, what year did you say you started writing this book? We are at the end of 2023, so at the end of 2022. Oh, okay, okay. So during the pandemic, how was that like for you? Um, you know, during the pandemic was when I was like, I'm going to do my book. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, and yeah. I just fucked off and drank and watched TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So you're known as an exhibitionist also in a hardcore Barbie. Can you explain yes. this more to me? And <laughs> so and just elaborate, I, baby. Just elaborate. <laughs> so when I got in the industry, like I know a lot of girls, just, mm-hmm. um, sorry, my dog's an asshole. Um, when I got in the industry, a lot of girls would do like girl, girl, boy, girl, 
then anal, then mm-hmm. two, then group, where I just, one of my first scenes was like an eight dude Bukaki. Wow. Just right off the bat. Cause I, I wanted to be known as like that girl who's down for anything. She does all the dirty stuff. So that's kind of how the whole hardcore Barbie came about. Oh, okay. Well, nothing wrong with that. You were, you're very comfortable sexually, right? Yes. Yeah. That's good. But that to me is what makes a good porn star. Oh yeah. No, like this isn't just like a show that I put on. This is kind of how I am. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. 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 No, I said, I told you earlier when uh, you'd had an earlier interview, you did remind me of my best friend, Ava Devine. And you have to go look her up. So you'll see and you'll see her understand. But um, when I met her, I knew because it's so rare. There's not too many people like that, you know, that are just down for any, you know, and they're happy about it and they have no. And I think that's that's what makes that's part of what makes a good porn star. I agree. Like for me, it's like the whole like a mental game of like pushing myself to my limits and then going past it. And to me, that's exciting. Right, right, right. And not a lot of people are like that. And it's nothing, it's nothing wrong if nobody's like that. But if you're comfortable, you're happy, that's you. There's a lot of, you're showing your true self. You're not playing, a, you know, the game of, oh yeah, let me just do this for likes or what comments, you know, it's, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're serious about this game. You're serious about, um, cause you entered in what year? Uh, 2016. So 2016 was a year before OnlyFans. I think they were just starting maybe at 2017. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. like I, I joke. I'm like, I was on OnlyFans before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I feel like at, during the pandemic, a lot of people just were not sincere. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So it's you, you know, admitting to that and you being okay and all that, that show, you know, you're just down, you're ready. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's nothing wrong with a woman that's like, they can be their true self. I admire that. That's why I always admired my best friend. And I wish I'm like, I wish I could take all that cock and be so rich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wish I could do that. And it's true. I don't, you know, I don't look at it on, um, but I know there's people out there like you, like my best friend that are, they're serious. They enjoy it and they love it and nobody has forced them into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, so you are a true hardcore Barbie. <laughs> So, um, what are the other, your hobbies and all that? Cause we've dived into your, you know, your history of sex work and we've, you know, talked a little, what are things that you enjoy outside of just being in the business when you're home? So this is Mr. Django St. Clair. <laughs> He's my little best friend. Um, aside from playing such with him, uh-huh. goddamn um, I'm a big bookworm. Obviously, I wrote a book, so mm-hmm. books are a big thing. Um, I love I love golfing. I did it competitively, and pretty much as long as I've been walking, I've been swinging a golf club. Wow! Well, that's a very good skill. Not just writing the little cards. You no. were actually <laughs> so you. I okay. I've only known golfers. I've only done golf parties. So that's a real big. <laughs> I've only done golf parties. Um, that's a really big advantage if you do know golf with men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah have no, you, like, have well, you said, well, have like you a lot said, of people will book me just because, like, they're like, well, if that's all your girlfriend. I think that's really cool. I wanted to meet you. <laughs> have you ever beat, like, another man and then they've been like, wow, 
hell? Like, what the hell? Like, made their mouth drop down on the floor? I've only done it twice. And, like, people still push me, like, hey, I would love to take you out. I would love to golf with you. I'm like, mm-mm. No, nope, mm-hmm. I don't make because I'm competitive. And as much as guys want to see how good I am, they don't like being beat. Wow. That's that's a really good skill. Like, and golf, I know, is one of the best um, for women to get, you know, like if they're in, I remember um, a client of mine, an old client told me um, he encouraged his daughter to do it for school and that it was beneficial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, um, women's golf is one of the top unused scholarships. Wow. So you, mm-hmm. so who introduced you? Just, you just started, you picked it up one day and just started. No, my grandparents got me doing it at a very, very young age because for that reason, they're like, well, this will pay for your school one day. <laughs> that's a very good that's a very good uh, skill. Like, mm-hmm. God bless them. So, so what other things do you like other than golf? Um, I do see that you do like mine, Minecraft and horror movies. Oh yeah, my whole tattoo sleeve is. Oh okay, so you're horror stuff, yeah. Oh okay, you, so you that what's your tattoo sleeve of? It is all horror movies, Halloween, anything spooky. I got Scream, Dexter. Uh-huh. We and it's Nightmare Before oh, Christmas. Yeah, you got Dexter on there. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. T- tonight is the night. Oh, okay. I used to back when that used to film. That was kind of my first job out of. Um, I used to work on the television show Dexter. That was like one of my first square jobs out of stripping back when yeah. it was. So I and I actually got from the set a hat that would remember Dexter's wife on the show. Do you remember? I don't remember. Yeah. I still have the same hat that she wore on the set. It's so cool. Uh, I have it somewhere. I didn't get rid of it because it's a, and I know the like history, but I was like, nobody's going to believe me. But yeah, so yeah. I work behind the scenes a lot of that. Um, cool. Yeah, but I couldn't get into the, could you get into the new Dexter? I just couldn't get into it. Man, it just goes like I missed it so much. I watched it, but it wasn't the same. Yeah, yeah. Did you start liking horror films from when you were younger and it just something you? Um, no, it's just kind of a weird thing I got into as an adult. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now, what about this Minecraft? Oh, yeah. So um love video games and everything. And um, now that's a game that, that my kid always plays. And I've kind of just picked it up with him. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my younger daughter did. And I... um she was watching some YouTube and I had to watch it to make sure they weren't saying anything bad, but she used to get really into Minecraft. Oh, yeah. No, like, like, like the whole, so I actually briefly was on Twitch before I got kicked off, but oh, yeah, okay. so I, I would do Minecraft on Twitch. Oh, smart, smart. Okay. That, that only lasted about six months and I was too provocative and oh. it me. <laughs> Isn't that something about social media? They always like, Mm-hmm. it's it's just such a pain was twitch good when you did it it was like i mean it wasn't like wasn't like porn money but i mean right right getting tips for people to watch me play video games kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so um this past year you haven't shot any scenes or done anything or mainstream i mean i've been keeping up with the only fans and like my own content but i live in alabama so mm-hmm. Going out to LA for a week or two is not cheap and scenes cancel and stuff. So right. I've, I've just started owning the whole, like, I'm a content creator. 
No, I don't blame you at all because the whole, thank God that happened and it occurred mm-hmm. because now you can be at home and you could be with family. And then the way the prices and things and everything, it just makes more sense. Yeah. yeah like, like I would go to LA for 10 days just between hotel, airfare, testing, rental cars, like every LA trip, even if, even if I was shooting, I'm still coming back in the red. Yeah, that's what that's what fans don't understand. Like, why aren't you, you know, shooting? But the the actual fee, the overhead. Yeah, it, it's it's like basically I'm I'm paying to do porn. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, yeah, no, that, it, that something to be said now. And then, um, I don't think people. Well, we you've been around since the model homes, right? Did you know about all the model yeah. homes back in the mm-hmm. day and all the yeah. con- oh yeah controversy? So they used to have model homes, but then. Certain people would take advantage of the models and it just wasn't Sorry. a safe thing. When I, when I first, first, first got in 2016, I, I stayed in a couple and it was just <laughs> girl drama, people stealing shit from each other, mm-hmm. owners of the models taking advantage of the girls staying there. Like, yeah. Right. And so you just, you were like, if, if you were going to go there, you were going to stay up in a hotel, be safe, yes. be mm-hmm. accountable for only you. But yes. now you're dealing with the overhead and then the testing now, testing has gone up so much. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Since that happened, I, I was like, I will do solo work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like, why aren't you with anybody? And they don't understand that. Again, it's like you're paying um, over here in New York. I think it's like over 300 to go. Oh, yeah. Because you, you're also at a satellite office, too. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, and it's just not, you know, this is what we're encountering with. You have to go to Nashville or Atlanta to even get tested. And what? Yeah. Really? Nashville? Or and how far is that from you? Um, they're both about, about two and a half hours from me. Wow. There is there is a facility in Birmingham, but they don't know what they're doing. Every time I've tried to do it, it's a production. Yeah. Right, right. And what people don't understand, there's an earlier episode, there's a couple earlier episodes, I think Brittany Andrews has one, where she explains more about the testing. So if anybody uh, um, wants to understand about the testing, you just can't go to a regular doctor, you have to go to these certain offices, and now you have to swab. And then that's an additional fee. Mm-hmm. And right. if you're the whole MGen on now that they're doing, that's even more. And- what, the what? Say that again? Oh, and, and also the MGen that that costs extra too now. What's it, the MGen? Because um, I've just been solo. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's some kind of like new bacteria, whatever that, that they're testing for. They just mm. started a few months, and yeah, so it's like you know your gold standard. You need that plus MGen on it now to even to get booked for anything. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah, because it's like you're basically. <laughs> With, with all the overhead, you're basically paying to go do something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And your roots and everything is tied to you where you're at right now. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's not really, it's not necessarily an attract. And people need to also understand it's not really attractive sometimes to live in LA for them or um, what's the other city, Vegas or even yeah. Miami. Yeah. Miami's ridiculously expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When you could be where you're at, where your family is, where your dog is and just have everything. Cause it's to, to uproot for a career is 
especially the way inflation is, is just impossible. Oh yeah. No, but like, so like I'm a real life MILF, so I can't just up and move. So we're working yeah. with what we got. Yeah, no, that's, um, I applaud you for, for standing your ground and doing what you have to do because um, I was a single mother. Now I'm an adult. Uh, my children are adults, so I don't have that. So I've been through that same, yeah, you know, barrier. And it's like, you've got to be there for your children. You've got to watch them grow. You've got to see them go through school and all that every day. And you just, you know, as, as parents, we, we take um, certain, sorry, if you hear the dogs barking, that's it. My apartment, not my dogs, though. Um, as parents, we have to be there and be present. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. For totally, sure. Totally. So tell me, currently with content creation, what sites are you on? Um, the, the two that I mainly update the most is OnlyFans and ManyVids. ManyVids, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm on Loyal Fans and Vansley, but I never really use it. Oh, okay. I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. Well, because it's hard to juggle. Yeah. Yeah. It's more to back up or whatever. OnlyFans kicks me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're getting the tags too on OnlyFans? Oh. That, that and like what guys don't understand is like you cannot send a message being like, hey, I would love to meet you. How much, baby? It's like, no, that's going to get me kicked off. Don't. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I made a video to explain people because... For those listeners there, the man, I don't, performers would understand, is you cannot type meat or something. You are jeopardizing the content creator with this, you know? Yeah. And it gives warnings and then we lose our page. But I've, I've gotten tagged for, I had a picture with my shoe and they, ta- they, they sent me a weird message and they took it down. Really? Yeah. And then one time I left a voice note to a guy and I said, listen, if you want to do the video call, I'll be up for the next hour. Let me know, but I'll go, I'm going to bed at this time. So I, you know, and that's all I said. And they, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's been, um, are you on sex pamper? I am. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. At Sarah St. Clair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love sex pamper. Me too. Um, yeah. I like I like the whole sexting aspect. I hate talking on the phone. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're more of a writer than anything else. Yeah, definitely. I totally oh, get Also, too, like, when I was younger, I had a really, really, really bad stutter. So, like, mm-hmm. so we just, like, video calls I can do because, like, face-to-face is one thing. But just, like, being on the phone staring at the wall, I feel so weird. Really? Yeah. Yeah everybody's different I like video calls I like phone calls sexting is okay but I get impatient I'm like call me do video calls <laughs> hurry up call me I just rather talk and they'll be like no I can't and I'm like call me like that's <laughs> what I love about sex pamper that it's great so yeah, you know absolutely. yeah. is um your week always busy Tell, share with us a week in Sarah St. Clair's life it consists of waking up at 5 a.m., rolling my butt out of bed and going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, come home, get pretty, try to create some content, get on OnlyFans, Sex Panther, message everybody. Mm-hmm. Probably have an hourly boyfriend or two come over. <laughs> <laughs> Play with the pup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> what breed is your dog? Because he looks like um, a silky Yorkie. <laughs> yeah, he's a Yorkie. Oh, so cute. It's got like a lighter skin. So, oh, like so, a lighter um, shade. Oh, so yeah. Cute. So yeah. So this is Django St. Clair, and he's a little cum slut. 
he's, he's addicted to condoms. Like literally I have to like dispose of them immediately. Immediately has to be flushed or else oh. he will find it and he will eat it and pull it out. Oh. And it is horrible. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm gagging. <laughs> literally like literally my, my clients started have nicknamed him cleanup crew because like the door opens and he runs and he's sniffing around the bed for the wet spot. Like mm. he, he's home. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he's a dirty dog. So, I hear you are a football fan. Oh, and my weekend is coming up too. Oh, what Ohio is State, Michigan is Saturday. Say I'm that again. Ohio State, Michigan plays on Saturday. Oh, and I'm a diehard Ohio State fan went there, and yeah, we hate Michigan. Oh, okay. So you love college and um, the <laughs> NFL. Oh yeah, and I'm a big Saints fan. Oh, were you um, now? You have you always loved football, or did this start more when you were an adult? No, I um I started liking it probably in high school and just followed it ever since. Okay, is it because you like the football players or you like the action of the game? Uh, both. I mean, they're very <laughs> they're very pretty to look at, but I'm very competitive in nature as well. So, okay, yeah, like you said with the um the golfing too that you're competitive. Yes that and I just started taking up tennis this year so oh wow how has that been been interesting um I started I started seeing a tennis pro so oh wow oh you were just oh okay was he hot oh yeah he's hot as fuck (laughs) (laughs) I love it all, all the Swedish men are hot (laughs) oh he's Swedish I like that I like generally Eastern European men like me I've noticed yeah. and Swedish guys or uh yeah Eastern Europeans usually like I get the opposite but they're they have nice muscles you're probably Italian right no no I'm, I'm Cuban and Puerto Rican the Eastern Europeans l- l- love the spicy girls <laughs> yeah that's what I, I well everybody I think generally likes like the opposite you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you, you know, like um, I have dark eyes. So I always ha- get guy, guys that do like me tend to be lighter eyes, um, tend to be, um, yeah, like Eastern European. Uh, Middle America doesn't care for me. I've noticed though, when my demo, I have a lot of, I have a big on my social media, big uh, majority is Mexico. Okay, cool. So I play it. You know, I've, I've, cause I've studied like my demographics, like who likes me, who doesn't. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very Sicilian and I have the dark features. My hair is naturally as dark features. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, same thing. Like boys with with blonde hair and blue eyes love me. (laughs) Oh, they do. (laughs) So, um, does your fan, you, you can make Sicilian food or and all the, oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes now i'm actually doing my big uh, my big um friend's thanksgiving tomorrow I'd love oh nice now, what type of things do you cook uh so first of all i was doing just traditional thanksgiving oh stuff. okay traditional okay okay yeah i'm i'm looking forward to thanksgiving this year but we'll i'll yeah. see what's <laughs> i'll see i have to go to a restaurant because uh, my family's like away and i'll be with some friends so oh fun 
but I'm just looking forward to going to a nice restaurant. Um, usually that always happens to me every year with Thanksgiving. Like I always, my family will be one. Well, I had a whole bunch of people die. So that's also what happened. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Life, life. So it's so nice talking to you, Sarah. Um, you've wrote this book. What are you looking forward to through, for the future? Good question. Um, what do you want? Like I said, I, I want to write more books and I definitely want to get into like the, the media side of porn as well. And just, I don't know, right. And, and, and what's the right word? Explain the whole adult industry to the public. And like, well, like you said earlier, like humanize us, make yes. us not so weird and stigmatized. Right. We, we certainly do need that. And we do need more. It, it would be good. Also, I feel like if people like you did go in the media side that have the experience, because there, that would be a certain understanding, you know, you shared with us earlier, like the cost of going there and, you know, how it's like, you're, you're basically fucking for free, <laughs> like to go, yeah. you, you, you I, know, that's the real thing. <laughs> yeah, you're paying. Exactly. So it, it's kind of, we need, you know, as sex workers, yes, it's good that we're here, but as sex workers, as we transition, we need to give back to the sex work community. And that's a great way if, by you writing and maybe sharing material to help other sex workers. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be, that would be a very good idea. And I think, um, so where can we find your book romance costs extra? It is exclusively available on Amazon. Mm. And is it, do you have it audible or digital or? I have a digital print. I was planning on doing an audible and it's on the to-do list. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's work. That's work. The audibles are work. Um, How can Fans get an autograph copy of your book, Romance Costs Extra. Oh, just shoot me an email, Sarah St. Clair, protonmail.com. Great, great. Thank you so much, Sarah. Could you also please tell my audience how they could find you um, and the correct sites to go to? Because as we know, we all have imposters. Yes. And... um, that coming from your mouth, please let my audience know how they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah St. Clair, triple X, Instagram, silly Sarah 91, only fans, Sarah St. Clair, triple X. And my website is I kissedsarah.com. Thank you, Sarah, so much for, um, you. you could, my name is Marcella Alonso. If you want to see this episode, you can go ahead and join my Patreon at MarcellaSobella.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at MarcellaSobella. My Twitter is MarcellaWood1L underscore L-U-V. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on Get School. Appreciate having me. You're welcome.